0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network here on another Wednesday episode with the boys from the fourth period, Dave Pignota and Dennis Bernstein. I'm Zach Bodenstein, and we've got a loaded schedule today for a, a bit of a rarity on a Wednesday, but we'll obviously take it. Plenty of games to choose from and plenty to talk about yesterday, boys. There was a lot that happened, including one game that I was just joking about a few minutes ago with you. Uh, The Leafs and the Lightning. It was total domination by the Leafs. Shots were, I think, 40 to 19. And I made the joke. I mean, I I think it's a valid joke, and I know I'm going to piss people off when I say this, but of course they beat them, and of course they dominated them. It's not April yet. And that's pretty much been the case, right? The Leafs have had the the Lightning's number in the regular season. Uh, Playoffs, obviously, they were the better team. They didn't win the series. Uh, But Dave, I'll start with you since you're the local guy. Uh, your takeaways from that game and I guess just the Leafs in general. They've been making some minor trades. They've been dealing with a lot of injuries, just kind of tweaking things. So what's your impression of the Leafs right now? A lot of confidence.
1: Um, they're playing with a ton of confidence right now. Goaltending has been steady, whether it's Murray or Samsonov. Um, they're getting they're getting contributions. Now another injury to the defense. Uh, we'll see what happens with Rasmus Sandine and and what what happens there. Um Black look, they're getting they're getting contributions. They're playing with a lot of confidence. Their top guys are performing. And during the regular season, you touched on it, um, good regular season team. But during this period, you know, teams don't shut down the opposition's top line or top two lines as much as they do in the po- in the postseason. So there's more flexibility, there's more room for them to go around. Um, you know, when the linesman's not beating up one of your players on a regular <laughs> night, it's usually, you know, you can usually do pretty well. So um That was something. Um, Even Bunting was like, "That was crazy," Uh, but whatever. Look, this is again. This is this is a team playing with a lot of confidence. Their guys are their top guys are getting it done, and the goaltending is steady. And you know, in this league, if you're getting tremendous goaltending, you can get away with having less than stellar defense in the regular season eventually it catches up to you in the postseason so we'll see what happens there but i mean they should have riley back they'll they'll be a lot healthier they'll likely make an addition um to that defensive core by the trade deadline but right now they're playing solid they're on all cylinders they've got a matinee game on thursday against philly at two o'clock eastern that should be uh should be an easy w for that club based on how they're playing and they'll go you know into the holidays with uh even more confidence coming out of them
2: Okay, so you just jinxed him for Thursday by saying to. A- I did that on purpose, by yeah. the way. I was wondering, I thought maybe I thought one of you would have jumped in right away, but you gave it time. Uh, but yes. I gave I let it breathe a little bit like ten seconds. Uh, <laughs> it's a little different though. They gave up eight shots in two periods. Like, when they've gone on runs before in previous seasons, it's been seven, one, five, one. They've outscored the opposition. They haven't played great defense. And Dave's right. Like they have a lot of people missing off the blue line, yet they're playing this type of deep, stifling defense. Now, you're right, Zach. It's not April. uh, But anytime this team beats that team and the manner that they beat them, you sit up and take notice. I mean, I did. I'm like, I'm driving in to to see the Ducks and Kings last night and Bowen saying they had eight shots on goal. Well, you can win the game and get great goaltending, but their style has changed without question. Like, when have I ever, when have you ever heard in the last 20 years, well, at least win games by shutting the opposition down? like never, right? That, that, that doesn't happen. And now it's happening. So it's really going to be really interesting to see if they can maintain this style over the next 50 games and when they're more gifted defensive players come back into the lineup. So it's been like, this team's always going to be intriguing. There's always going to be drama around this team, Yeah, but that was really impressive. But again, Zach, because of their history, you have to say, yeah, that was really nice. And you've been really, really good, but Let's talk about game 83, not the first 82, because that's what it matters for this team.
1: You know, I I liked what John Cooper said after the game to reporters. He said that that was a complete game. And thinking he's talking about the Leafs, and then he goes, well, it was a complete bag of you-know-what for his team. (laughs) So, you know, they didn't play well. Toronto was – I mean, the puck possession game for them, I mean, they didn't really give a lot of opportunities for Tampa to really get anything going. I think it was, what, 13 shots going into the third period? for for Tampa so um or 12 or whatever it was but yeah I look it, you're right DB it's it's a different type of way that they're playing right now they're a li- they're a lot more aggressive and I wonder if that aggra- that aggressive style is because they do have deficiencies on that blue line and they're making up for it in, in other ways but I mean they're winning right now so you know whatever it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter
2: and if you flip the script and it and, and that's what Tampa gets Tampa gets currency for playing crappy games because no. they – Right, if that flipped and the Leafs last night had lost three two and had eight shots in oh. of goal, periods, you know what would be happening right now in the airwaves? They'd be getting destroyed. So that's that's what happens when you're a championship team. You get currency perform- performances like that because, as Zach keeps talking about, for the flip side, it doesn't matter that the Tampa lost last night in December. Like they're going to be in the top eight. They don't care where they finish. They're going to make the postseason. Now the other thing is that at the trade deadline, I'm trying to figure out. What Breezeball is going to do to circumvent the cap to get another?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Here so we I'm go. just waiting
2: for that move, but uh, just a really intriguing game last night at uh, Scotia Bank.
0: Potentially another round one matchup between those two, and I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I would argue the Leafs were the better team, and I would say around five oh, yeah. in the seven games last year, and uh, of course didn't win, and they've they've been dominating that regular season head to head for years now, so. And then, obviously, like Dave said, they're a lock to lose now because uh, on Thursday, because Dave said that they would. So, easy easy w. Yeah, Owen Tippett, anytime goal for Philly on Thursday. Let's go, (laughs) my guy. (laughs) And you mentioned the linesman situation too, which is absolutely wild. Um, Carolina ten zero and two in their last twelve. And Dave, remember you didn't know how to say Kachetkov's name, but I think you do now. (laughs) He is. Uh,
1: he's killing like I, I don't even know what they do at this point like when if Freddie Anderson's fully healthy ready to roll what are you gonna do you going to let the kid play and Freddie will just sit there and collect his paycheck and get some geek practice in and, and whatnot you ride the hot hand this kid is ridiculous and we talked about this at the start of the season guys we were saying like as good as Jersey is eventually Carolina's going to start to climb up and they're climbing and that was a good W last night against you know, a devil's team that is uh, like not coming back down to earth. Cause I still think they're going to stay up in, in the stratosphere there, but like now Carolina's joining them and they're rolling and they're getting contributions up and down that line of net cash is leading the charge, but you've got Svesh to come. You've got the other guys, Aho and so on that are jumping in and the goaltending is ridiculous. Brett Burns and, and company on that back end are playing well. This is, this was, ex- this was a team that we expected out of the gate. It just took them a little bit of time. And they got a Calder, I guess, potential nominee here between the pipes for them. Um, it's not just in Vegas anymore. Everybody talking about that kid. We got another guy on the East Coast that's contributing too. And DB, this team, now with goaltending at this level. And they and look, Freddie Anderson was good too last season. But the way that they're playing right now, talked about confidence in Toronto. It's a crap load of confidence right now in Raleigh.
2: Yeah, well, I picked them to win the cup, the Canes. And yep. they're proving me right at this point. They don't give up anything. Like that they, they are so difficult to score against this team. Yep. And, yeah, they're, they're going to have challenges often. When this team goes on a losing streak, it's because you, you see what happens. Zero goals, one goal, one goal, two right. goals. Yep. They right. just don't score enough. Now, at some point, Patrick Shreddy is going to come back to the lineup if there's an Achilles injury. Um, and it's, that's going to make this team even better. But this team – See, these are one of these teams that has DNA, Zach, they play playoff hockey 82 games a year. Like right? it, it doesn't change with this team. And the question is, to, will they have enough offense to, to go four rounds? Uh, because that's what hurt them last season in the postseason. They just they're big players. Didn't, and again, they're doing this without aha. Yeah. I'm not surprised no. at all. I'm no. not surprised at all. This is a well coached team with a great defense. And the goaltending look, either Ronta or Anderson are going to get hurt without question. You know, that's going to happen, so you need to check off anyway. You tell me they're going to get three healthy goalies through the whole season? It's just not going to happen. But this is a, a deep, dangerous team, Dak. But I think the takeaway is, with the, with the Penguins winning the last night, that the Metro is just a bear. you got, like, five really good things, And now Washington woke up. But so This is going to be a very, very difficult division. And back to Dave's point about New Jersey – yeah, they weren't going to play 800 hockey. Now, maybe, maybe Boston will, and they'll get 136 standing points, and that won't mean anything once you start the playoffs. But New Jersey, <laughs> they're, look, they're a, they're a really solid team, and now Blackwood's coming back in net, so if Vanacek fades a little bit. They might have some more support there. They're solid. I picked Carolina to win the division, but the Devils, I think, are top three right now, regardless. But yeah, they're coming back down to earth. They really are, and they actually win, need to win this game tonight against Florida.
1: If if I'm the Florida Panthers, I'm starting to worry. Because you look at the standings, DB, you touched on it. Five teams in this division in the Metro that are doing well. Let's see. Five plus three.
2: Is eight. That's eight. <laughs>
1: Only eight teams make the Math playoffs. Guys.
2: Show too. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> look, if I, like, seriously, if I'm Florida, I got to get my ass in gear quick. Yeah. I got to do this. I got to start rolling now because like you said, the capitals have woken up and, they're on the outside right now. So, yeah. I mean, you got six teams, really, that are doing well. Because I, I, I'm, And I'm just double-checking. They're tied with the Islanders right now in points. The Isles have a game in hand. And they've got that last wild card spot. And I know we're not at the halfway mark yet. But you got five, six teams in that Metro division that are rolling. Florida needs to get their acting gear ASAP. Yeah, they do.
0: Including the Penguins, who have won eight of their last nine. Jari uh, hasn't allowed more than three since November 17th it's a bloodbath right now and you're right I mean that top three in the in the Atlantic seems pretty locked in at least logistically you figure it's gonna to be Toronto Boston Tampa and whatever order uh, that has Florida you know by process of elimina- elimination on the outside looking in um, so we might as well get into their game uh, tonight it's the Panthers at home against the Devils Florida is the favorite according to these uh, betting odds but uh, the Panthers won this matchup between these two teams just six days ago four to two but It's kind of felt a little different at this point. The Devils, uh, yes, they lost last night to Carolina, like we said. They actually lost six straight, but the shots on goal yesterday would indicate that uh, Jersey actually played a pretty good game, just didn't get the W. Uh, Florida, in the meantime, they're giving up quite a bit of goals. Uh, They just gave up seven to Boston. I don't think it was Spencer Knight's best night, uh, assuming they go back to Bobrovsky because he's kind of starting to figure things out. Uh, But, DB, your takes on tonight's game with the, the Panthers and the Devils.
2: Well, as much as Dave's right about Florida getting in gear, the Devils have got to start winning again. It's as simple as no. that. They, they need to win this game. They need to go in there, play solid defense, and try to come away with it and against a team that's been average. I like totally have you – know, it's not fantasy hockey. It's actually the NHL, so you can't unplug players, plug players back in. I think it's going to work with a different coach and different system. And that's the problem in, in Florida. Part of it is well, they don't have Duclair, who would be a nice ad as well. But it just yeah. hasn't worked so far. You need time – and you're right. We're not even at the halfway point. But these teams got to start gelling because if at this point, if Florida would lose seven to 10, then there's a gap between themselves and the playoff qualifiers. So this is an important game for both teams. I actually like New Jersey tonight uh, because I think they got to start finding ways to win. Uh, They haven't scored a lot of goals lately, but I I think this is not a must win, but a really important win for for New Jersey, actually for both teams. But I like the Devils tonight to to bounce back. Well,
1: they're going to have a quick opportunity, obviously, to do it. Um, But for me – because of this rut that they're in and because Florida, you know, needs a, a W um, I'm going the opposite direction. I'm going Panthers on the money line tonight to take advantage of the fact that New Jersey is facing adversity for the first time this season and doing it on a back-to-back uh, tonight. So going from Raleigh, it's a quick trip down to Fort Lauderdale, but you know, still, you're, you're not sleeping the same. It's you, you just came off a loss. You're second in the division now because Hurricanes now jumped on you. Maybe the mind games are setting in. I think they're going to eventually start to go back on the incline uh, because I really like the makeup of that team. But I'm taking Florida tonight because they need it on the money line. And we talked about the goals that the Panthers have given up. So even though I'm going with Florida, I'm going with the first period highest goal total tonight. I think it's plus 350 depending on what you're looking at. Um, But I'm going first period as the highest goal scoring total in Devils-Panthers tonight.
0: But at the end of it, I'm taking the Panthers on the money line. Another clash between Dave and DV. And uh, I think Dave, I mean, you guys have both really good points and you're right. It is a huge game for both teams. They've just got to figure it out. These are good teams on paper that aren't playing their best hockey the last couple of weeks. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. And I don't think Barkov uh, will be playing. I think he's out again with that lower body, but he is skating. So if you're looking for Florida over the next week or so and trying to hammer them, uh, they might be getting some reinforcements with their captain. Uh, Second Mm -hmm. game. I, I know. Yeah, they do. Uh second game that I know Dave uh, had his eyes on as well. The Oilers plus one twenty at Dallas, minus one forty-five right now. Edmonton's lost three straight. They've lost four of the last five, including I sh- I'm going to make a joke here, but they've lost a regulation game at home to Anaheim, which should count like as ten losses, right? Like that's. Not- <laughs> and DB, you saw you saw Edmonton, uh, sorry Anaheim up close yesterday, but Dave, I know you were looking at the Stars and the Oilers pretty closely for this one.
1: Yeah, I, I think. It's got potential. I'm not picking a winner in this one. It's got potential for Edmonton to go four straight now in the L column. Um, but I'm, I'm going a couple different directions in this one because Dallas has a lot of offense now. And because Edmonton is so kind of flaky and up and down and we don't really still know what this team is this season. I'm going with the over total in, in this game between the Oilers and the Dallas Stars. So I'm going in that direction, but I'm also, I, I don't usually do this. I usually take an anytime goal guy, you know, somebody to score, which I I'm going to in the next game that we're going to talk about. Um, but tonight I'm going for the first goal scorer of the night. I sprinkle this on occasion and I'm trying to pick my battles here, but I'm going Rupe Hints for the first goal of the game tonight against the Edmonton Oilers for the Dallas stars. It's at plus 900. I was going to try maybe like, do I go the easy way and just, save Jason Robertson, and probably he's (laughs) going to hit now. Uh, But I'm going to Rupay Hinson, that brand-new contract of his, to score first tonight to get me on the score sheet.
2: Well, I'm going to lay some wood here. But that game, the only thing I like in that game is – this is a toss-up. Second period over a goal and a half, both teams. It's minus 240. I know that's pricey. But Edmonton, their their (laughs) second periods are usually – with the long changes, there's a lot of offense. Dallas, I think, is going to score – not sure of a winner because, again, Edmonton really needs to bounce back and start playing more consistent hockey, and they haven't. Dallas is dangerous, but I like the, the, the second period over a goal and a half uh, at minus 240 in the Edmonton-Dallas game.
1: See, that's why these games – and sorry, Zach, you that. Like, I like – when we're on the same page like that, I like it, and then it scares me a little bit, <laughs> right? Because I'm thinking, like, okay, Dallas probably going to win, but Edmonton we don't know, so I'm just going to leave it. So we we both stayed off. On uh, on picking a winner tonight, Zach, you got a winner in this one. or You going in a
0: different direction. Oh, no, that's the thing. That, that there you go. One of the only games of the night where I genuinely don't know what's going to win, mostly because I don't know what the Oilers are, and none of us do, and they don't so, even know what they are. So uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and, and regardless of who's in that now, Skinner's kind of you know going like this. Jack Campbell maybe kind of going like this. I know the four goals against, but he was better. At this point it's just like what what are the oilers what are they going to be going forward what are they tonight who knows and and dallas you know ottinger's been great so i see why you're taking the over because the oilers can score and they give up a lot of goals um, i love the Rupe uh uh prop though by the way like he, he likes to start games fast and, and that line is always starting sure. to so that's, yeah that's one of my favorite props of the year i would say
1: Look, I'm I'm banking on it. He's he cashed in big on his contract. Why don't you spread the wealth, Rupe? Come on, (laughs) sprinkle a little this way. (laughs) And plus
0: nine hundred too. That's that's awesome. So, uh, third game of the nights that we're going to be talking about is Montreal plus two twenty at Colorado minus two seventy five. The Abs getting healthier. Uh, they're looking more like the Avs, although it was a, a weird one Nothing shootout win at home for them the last time out against the Islanders. But uh, the over-under is set pretty low here at five and a half. Uh, the Avs have won four of the last five. They've given up less than three in every single win. The Habs have lost four of their last six, and they haven't scored more than three since December the 6th. So you've got two teams kind of going in different directions here, DB. How do you see this
2: one playing? And if you look at Colorado's last six games, there haven't been a lot of goals. I mean, you mentioned the one nothing game, but that wasn't an anomaly. They're 2-1, 3-1. All their games are going under the total. So I like the under six in this game at minus 110. I think, that, uh, I think it's a 3-1 game or something like that tonight. So I like the under six between the Habs and the Habs.
1: Yeah, I'm not expecting too many goals in this one either. Um You know, once Colorado's fully healthy, once they're rolling again, then, you know, if that were the case for tonight, I'd probably have hammered them. But I'm staying off, you know, that tonight. I don't think there's going to be many goals either, so I like that one, DB. Um, But I am going with one goal scorer who's going to, I think, get his 20th goal of the night. Uh, Excuse me. That'd be a hell of a record. Uh, 20th goal of the season Um, tonight, Cole Caulfield of the Montreal Canadiens. I think he enters the the 20 club early on this season. Um, I think he's, what, ninth in the league or tied for ninth in the league in goals right now. Um, but I'm going with him anytime goal for Caulfield to get his twentieth of the season tonight against the Avs.
0: And I know DB, you were you were looking at a prop for this one too. I know you had uh, one specific Colorado
2: we're yeah. getting on the board too. Yeah, the Choo Choo train and uh, Valerie any anytime point tonight as well as a prop.
0: Okay, so that's one of Dave's uh, DB's props. Uh, any other props? Uh, just to recap your props, your your best bets for the night.
2: Yeah. Uh the the uh, additional pick in the New Jersey Florida game, that's gonna go under the six and a half total at one oh five. So that I've got that. So Nocheuska at any time point, uh, New Jersey and Florida under six point uh, under six and a half goals at minus at plus plus one oh five.
1: Yeah, and in that game, in the uh, Florida-Jersey game, I'm going highest goal scoring total is the first period. So I think they'll come out, you know, kind of with a couple goals apiece or something along those lines, three, four goals in that period, and then it'll kind of trail off. So I'm going with that one. I think it's going in Florida's favor. Um, And then I think Jersey will kind of figure it out. But, um, you know, prop-wise, I'm going uh, first period, highest goal scoring total in that one. Um, Excuse me. And then, you know, recapping Dallas-Edmonton. Rupe hints, baby, let's go. First goal of the game. Let's get him on the board, plus 900. Uh, sprinkle some on that one. Spread some wealth this way, Rupe, and that'll be a good one. Cole Caulfield, your next contract, you can wait. Like, you can score tonight just to help me out,
0: but the next contract that you lock in, we'll talk. So Dave just wants to sleep early and rich because he wants that first period, highest total in the Florida game, and put <laughs> the first goal by Rupe. So I, I hope so, man. I hope so.
1: <laughs> look we're all working hard it's the end of the year it's holiday season i don't want to know I, I can deal with less stress so just give me the give he me needs the more care. money for
2: gifts yeah he needs a,
1: more money for gifts right exactly. I, gotta, I, you know, exactly I gotta you know gotta spread some around um get to the mall and everything so i just wanted mm-hmm. out early and then i can just relax
0: the rest of the night the mall was crazy yesterday i was at Von mills dave and it was oh, like man. it was a zoo it was I crazy. drove by that and debated going in, and I was
1: like, nope, er, see ya, <laughs> no thank you, that's, it's a mess Guys, right there's now. a thing called Amazon, you know, you go yeah. online,
2: you're in, and just...
1: See, but now like, the problem you is you runs. wait too long, and then the shipping, and it doesn't come here in time, right. you piss people off, yeah, see, that's why, I, I don't want to wait long tonight, I want to get my bets in early, I want the guys right. to hit quick, that's and then, true. I can that's go, then I can go relax, and maybe... Maybe see if those cash in early. I can sprint to the mall in the last half hour because it's little died down. Mm -hmm. See, it's all strategy, guys. Get that (laughs) half hour, go straight to the store. Know exactly what you want. Go in, get out before anybody gets hurt, and then in time to watch Dallas and Edmonton in that one, and then cash in all the money for tomorrow. sounds like a veteran
0: move. (laughs) that's yeah. strategic strategy, yeah, strategy. brought to you by Betstamp. stamp stamp shows you the odds from every sports book in one spot so you can always get the best value when you bet check out betstamp.app today and download the Betstamp app on android or iphone and uh what are phoenix copley's Vezina odds db i'm <laughs> curious <laughs> you, you like to call him the statue in that right because he doesn't move <laughs>
2: Yeah, he just kind of stands and let the puck hit him, I and mean, there's enough defense around him that they, they clear the puck. So it's, he's, he's the opposite of of Cal Peterson and Jonathan Quick, who flop around like a fish out of water right now. Neither of them has been very, very good. And out of almost desperation, they they turned to Phoenix Copley. They waived Cal Peterson. Nobody picked him up because he's been terrible, and he's got a $5 million per year contract for the next two seasons. It's what's well, the economy of movement. I think that's what they could. That's the cliche they use with Phoenix Copley. He's he's going to start again probably Thursday against Calgary, and he's never started five games in a row in his NHL career. So it's been, out of, out of the ashes, Phoenix has risen. <laughs> that's and it's it spelled P H E O N I X for all those people trying to write stories about him. So See, if I would have known you could just stand there, I would have been a goalie. It's like every yeah, now he doesn't oh, he, he oh. Hey, like he does the job. Don't get me wrong, but he just he doesn't move much. Just and he's like six three six four. He lets the puck in him. He Doesn't give up a lot of rebounds. And this team scores goals in L.A. That's the one thing. All they needed was a few saves, a few key saves to getting it from him. And that's why he's been really super solid for them. So yeah. if you throw out that 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 abortion of a third period against Buffalo, yeah. well, his save percentage is when he gave up six goals on sixteen shots. The team quit after three nothing. Other than that, his save percentage is like 940-something, 940, 940. So he's done the job. And it's a, a team that, you know, they play the most amount of games than everybody, so the, the standings are kind of skewed. But right now with their offense, and I don't know if he's the guy. He may not be the guy at the end of the season because Peterson's in the AHL playing well, which is what you're supposed to do. When a player goes from the NHL to the AHL, they should be better. He's been better. So it's been a really interesting dynamic with respect to the net. Now this this out of – Almost desperation, he turned to Copley to get a save, and he's been giving them saves. And now they've won three straight, and they're solidifying the position in the, in the Pacific.
1: What's more surprising, guys, Copley's performance or finding out in the middle of the night that
2: Carlos has joined the oh, mess? Come on, stop it. It's not close. Stop it! Oh, <laughs> the thanks. hell was that?
0: I, I I literally I saw the notification. I thought that the notifications were just making it official that he signed with the Giants, whatever they had their presser yeah. out of here. But then I looked again and I when I rubbed my eyes a little bit, it was like three in the morning Eastern. Yeah. And they and, and I saw Mets. I go, like, oh, hold on a second. What that lineup is stacked now. How about that?
2: Wow. You know what I you know what they did that right? They right now Aaron Judge's press conference is going on at Yankee Stadium. So, they, so Steve Cohen just won an upstage the Yankees. Oh, by the way, it's, it's some, in, in other news, Aaron Judge is at, at Yankee Stadium talking about his contract that he saw, But that that was a bolt out of the blue. And yeah, the guy's gonna play third base. But hey, that's a three hundred million dollar physical. The guy's got to go under, right? So that's the and that's why I guess we should pay attention to when they make these announcements pending a physical. They mean it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was having a really? talk, uh, talk with a friend last night. Remember Joffrey Lubel, how he tried to throw the Leafs under the bus and he was like, oh, like, you know, I was healthy enough, I, I, you know, my physical was was rigged, and then he tried another physical and he failed. It really does go to show that nothing is done until it's done, and uh, sometimes guys just genuinely can't pass physicals. It's kind of crazy. Yeah.
1: Uh, different doctors in San Fran than there are in New York, that's for sure. $300 million contract there. Artem Zub gets a $18.4 million extension with the Senators. Little bit different dynamics, but money's flowing everywhere. Boys, I got a good feeling about tonight with all this money just being tossed out
0: everywhere. Yeah, we're red hot. So Foley only likes to score when I don't pick him. Literally every other game <laughs> I pick him. But otherwise. <laughs> um... <laughs> but I'm doing well. I'm doing well this year. I think I was like two for four last week, four for four the week before. I don't know. We're 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 batting pretty high this year, so I'm feeling yeah. good about tonight too. I think we've got some interesting props. Uh, yeah. Dave, I love the hints prop. I'm just uh, I'm i again I'm feeling good about tonight. I'm I'm really feeling good. I'm liking it. I'm 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 excited. I'm liking
1: it. I'm liking the games. We actually have a busy Wednesday tonight. But yeah, usually it's like three games, two games, three games. We got an active Wednesday, boys. So let's, let's cash in.
0: Let's do it. Uh, just before we sign off, my prop bets, uh, Augustus Bear, any time point for plus 120. I just feel like with the the Vegas penalty kill, uh, I, I feel like Augustus Bear is going to get one on the power play, at least an assist. Uh, they've been hotter too. You know, Michelli can get one. Keller could get one. Um, and then my best bets are Minnesota for the second straight week on the puck line, which of course is going to burn me. But I'm going to go with it anyway because it's going And then uh, under six in Arizona Vegas, um, I, you know, Vegas is missing all that firepower. Still, they got the back, but uh, I don't trust. I don't really put up the points, and you know what? I'm a big Vimelka fan. I love Logan Thompson. I think uh, I think that game is going to be like a three-two game. Boys, Merry Christmas! If we don't talk, but uh, let's try to reconvene tonight and, and go over our winnings, hopefully. And uh, <laughs> for everybody here at Edgework and the Hammer Betting Network, Happy Holidays to you! And we will see you tomorrow.